Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Welcome back to Swifties Anonymous, your favorite Swifty podcast, or your least favorite, or your, I don't know. <laughs> Either way. What do you think? I don't know. Your most anonymous Swifties Ooh, podcast. Yeah, no one knows who we are as we say our names at the beginning. Do we have any Swifty news? <laughs> um, not really. I mean, Taylor has been pretty radio silent for the past, I don't know, month or so. Except for she did randomly post on her Instagram story about the new Batman, about how great yeah. Zoe Kravitz is. I was wondering if you knew that. Yeah, I, I did see that. Is there an Easter egg in there? Is Zoe Kravitz going to be Probably. featured on a song? Yeah, she's she going to be on a I don't know. I mean, you would think so. With I mean, her she dad should being Lenny Kravitz. You would think. What if her and Taylor do a Lenny Kravitz cover on <gasps> the next album, like on the vault uh, as a vault track or whatever? That'd Why be- would a cover be a vault track though? Not a vault would track, a but question. like a bonus track. I don't know. Yeah, I just I just made this whole thing. Or up. maybe just a random single for fun stuff. Yeah. Let's- oh, that too. There, we we solved it. Or Zoe is going to be featured on a vault track for 1989, which is obviously right. coming next. Or Speak Now. One of those two. Uh, Unless she yeah. just drops debut and just throws our mind out. I don't know. Yeah. At any time, she could just drop something. So, yeah, since we don't really have any Swifty news, unless you had something. Nope. I'm ready to dive into these songs. Let's go. So, we have Treacherous. What do you think of Treacherous? So Treacherous, um, it kind of grew on me. Like it was one of those songs that I never, you know, it was never my favorite. I always listened to it, but yeah, I really like it now. The more I listen, the more I like it. It's a slow burn. Yeah, for sure. Slow burn. And it's That's, like, yep. it's kind of overlooked, I think, because it doesn't have, you know, all the craziness of a lot of the other songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really good. I love it. It's honestly, yes. it turned into one of my favorites on the album. Yeah, like that bridge. Lyrically, oh, the lyrically bridge. it's insane. Like lyrically, it's so good, and the bridge is so good. Yeah, not to jump ahead, but I had such a hard time picking a favorite lyric because I was just like yep. every one of these hits. Yeah, you know? it's true. It's so so good, so crispy. You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the song obviously describes um, a relationship that might not be good for her. So I think this song is like just a soft rock version of "I Knew You Were Trouble." Honestly. <laughs> They're the same song. (laughs) But more sensual. Yeah. This is Taylor's most sensual song yet, by the way. We're getting spicy. We're getting real spicy. Spicy. I'm like, Taylor, are you allowed to say that? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So go ahead. All right. Let's talk about the background a little bit. Um, Something she told USA Today. That song was about a person that I knew from the minute I saw him that I would end in fiery burning wreckage. There's something about that magnetic draw that doesn't really let up. You walk toward it anyway. Just like I knew you were trouble. Just like it. It's almost like <laughs> it's about the same person. Oh, about the same situation. Yeah. Into Westing. Okay, but there's one more little snippet I'll read and then we'll talk more snippet. about what it might be about. So she said, I wrote Treacherous with Dan Wilson and we came up with a way to say, you know, this is dangerous and I realize that I might get hurt if I go through with this, if I move forward with you, but dot, 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 but yeah. I want to. <laughs> You know, (laughs) it's like that kind of conflicted feeling of it being a risk every time you fall in love, especially with certain types of people. That was a song that I'm really proud of because it's got this bridge that sounds like a second chorus. She knows. Yep. It's got all these big vocals and it's kind of the intensity of that moment when you're deciding to let yourself fall in love with someone. I love it. 
Good description, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Wilson was the guy I talked about in the Red-centric episode that just like has written for so many people. Yeah, I did not know that. Pretty random, especially with a, a normie name like Dan Wilson. I know. I I did not know who that was until... <laughs> Why is it that this, when so? I see the name like Dan Wilson, I think he's going to be a beach boy, but he's not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like Brian Wilson. Uh, it's Brian Wilson's son. I just made that up. Or anyway, son. so... Okay, so... So Dan Wilson, a fun fact about him, he also the wrote... The Beach Boy? The Beach Boy. He also co-wrote Adele's Someone Like You. Yeah, he's a crazy co-writer. Like, so, yeah. Like I said, look up his Wikipedia page because his credits are insane. He wrote Closing Time, so what do you expect? I mean, what a genius song. That was the first song I learned on guitar, honestly. Really? Because it's those Man. four chords. G, D, A minor, C, you know, can't get away from it. The classic one. So I guess let's talk a little bit about who it's about. Okay. Without getting too much into the tale lore, we'll go deeper right. in tale yeah, lore. we got to separate but, it. But um, sometimes it's hard to know, like, the fun facts versus the tale lore. Yeah, it all but, blends together. Well, everyone, all these Swifty fans, always be trying to make these songs about John Mayer. That's a little fun fact. Uh, because, well... Yeah, because like the line "until the gravity's too much, and I'll do anything you say if I say it with your if you say it with your hands." Yeah, so some I people mean, point that the out. The gravity thing is a stretch, just because it's just such a a common yeah thing. You know, it, like I feel like she said gravity in other songs, not referencing him. No, John Mayer owns the word gravity. <laughs> just, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's about John Mayer. You think it's about? We getting into well, the Taylor. It, yeah, Taylor confirmed to USA Today that Treacherous and I Knew You Were Trouble are about the same person. Okay. So there's something else, which we'll get more into I Knew You Were Trouble in the next one. But yeah. So some Taylor. Is there, do we have a little Taylor intro? We should. I don't have one yet, but we, I don't know. We're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll have to we do the folklore. Together. Folklore, but we do Taylor, but we don't know how yeah, to do that. Yeah, I don't that. know how to do that. So I guess we'll figure it out. You're not a magic maker? No, I cannot. Make magic. Okay, so this song was written in spring 2012 during slash after the Halor fling in April, which Harry okay. and Taylor. So Harry tweeted sweet disposition lyrics twice in April 2012 during the fling. And Are you he, referring to the song Sweet Disposition by the Temper Trap? By the Temper Trap. <laughs> and he got a tattoo apparently referencing the lyrics, won't stop till we surrender, mm -hmm. which is actually wrong. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of, I don't know. They dated during that time. But um, well, that song just reminds me of 500 Days of Summer. So I'm just throwing that one in there. It does? That is song that... was in that. Oh, movie. man. That that yeah. whole song is just like an era and 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. So anyway, but the funny thing about the tattoo thing was that Taylor like made fun of Harry for his tattoo having the wrong lyrics yeah the wrong <laughs> lyrics and then the Timber Trap even said in an interview about this the time when Taylor ran into them and she was like hey you know I'm a big fan and she goes oh it's my boyfriend's birthday soon I want to give him a present here's a piece of paper can you please write down the lyrics sweet disposition sign it and I want to give it to him so this is Timber Trap speaking I had this dilemma in my mind at that point do I write the wrong lyrics do I write the right <laughs> lyrics I kept it real I wrote the right lyrics and they broke up soon after <laughs> so wait for our listeners at home how does the temper trap tie into this song anyway we're gonna have to jump to the secret message for this oh that's right so the secret message yeah a lot of times the tailor is kind of linked to the secret message so yeah 
the secret message being won't stop till it's over. So that's why it links to the to the tailor because she's obviously yeah. referencing something. So temper trap ties into Harry Styles for sure. For sure. But it also ties into Jake. It does because your sweet disposition in my wide yeah, gaze. Yeah, and is that, he yeah. was like also vocally a temper trap fan. I think everyone was just so, a temper trap fan. In I mean, that era was definitely yeah. This was. I feel like a lot of people feel like this definitely wasn't about Jake because it's not the same vibe as like her relationship yeah. with Jake. Like yeah, she was I like agree. in love, love with Jake, and this yeah. seems more like. Oh, this is just a physical attraction, but she knew yeah. it's a bad idea. So my my one qualm with it being about Harry and also I knew you were trouble is like Harry it is this at the time, twenty twelve Harry was this fresh faced yes young little poofy haired boy like he is not a bad boy like I know I know come on I, but maybe he was because he like. I mean, I agree. It is kind of weird. Like now it totally makes sense because he's yeah. like a rock star or whatever. But right. I don't know. I get maybe so I just, think it could be it could be a little about everyone. And maybe she's using some misdirection to get people off of like being focused on her writing songs only about John Mayer. Because I think, true. you know, that's I don't true. I'm definitely tired of every song being about John Mayer. Um, yeah, I feel like she's moved on from John Mayer at this point. Yeah, but but also it fits the whole like, especially with this song being very much "I knew you were trouble," two or one. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I knew you were <laughs> trouble prequel. is treacherous too. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just it's possible, but I don't know if I totally buy it. Well, the thing that really drives it home for me is like the next song. Like, that's definitely about Harry. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm sure she kind of tapped into some of the emotions maybe from like, or like the experiences from John. But Harry did. He obviously was a bad guy or bad boy or whatever, because he like was caught kissing some other girl when Mm, she was dating him. So that could have been like, I don't know. But I agree. He was like 18, 19. Yeah. It's like, it's not. Yeah. It's like you see him. You know, you see Taylor with either like John Mayer or Jake Gyllenhaal, like these older guys that are obviously bad for her as this young, you know, she's this young up and coming pop star. Like, and yeah, that just makes more sense (laughs) narratively. I know that's kind of true. But but I think she can use all different experiences to to write songs. She doesn't have to just write about Mm -hmm. one exact factual experience. That's true. You know, that's true. So at some point, I guess we need to talk about some lyrics. Yeah, let's get those <laughs> lyrics going. Tell me about the lyrics. What do you like about the lyrics? I love these lyrics. Um, it's one of her best lyrically, I think. I agree. Like, it's just so, so much imagery. It's not, it's not as straightforward as her previous songs. Like she's, she says so much with so little, like there's not a ton right. of lyrics and, but yet you are there. Yeah. You know? I love yeah, it. For There's sure. There's one um, line where she says, your name has echoed through my mind. Parallels enchanted. My thoughts oh. will echo your name until I see you again. So, so this is actually about it. Adam Young. Plot twist. No. Yeah. <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, yeah, there's so many, like, I can't decide if it's a choice getting swept away. Just oh, everything about it is just line. So, so sensual. <laughs> but not even in like it's just like it's no i don't know you just so, get caught up in like what's going on i don't know yeah it's yeah it's like i don't it does seem so like personal mm-hmm. and like yeah i see yeah. what you mean it good um yeah it good it good uh did well, you have a favorite line <laughs> i always have a favorite line okay Actually, no i don't always but i did for this one okay. so 
All we are is skin and bones trained to get along. So good. I think that was my favorite too. It's ridiculous, but it's so, I mean, I had a couple because it was really hard to pick, but that, yeah, that's the one that I, I finally settled on just because it's like, it's so good. So good. Yeah. But the whole second verse, I can't decide if it's a choice right. getting swept away. I hear the sound of my own voice asking you to stay. Are like, you kidding me? I, it's involuntary. Like, it's so I just good. can't help it. I yeah. also love, I'd be smart to walk away, but your quicksand. That's a good one. Love. And also, nothing safe is worth the drive. Yes. That's a good one. I feel like that's like something probably girls on Tumblr or whatever probably <laughs> set as their caption or whatever however tumblr worked i don't know people definitely made like photo edits of like you know something nighttime and then like in like that (laughs) script that like just girly thing script like nothing safe is worth the drive especially in this era this is so tumblr yes tumblr 2012 (laughs) yeah i almost picked that was like my second line but i was like i can't pick that one this too it's too like you know, Easy. I'm going to go on Tumblr.com but- right now and find the exact the thing that I'm describing and I'll Please send do. it to and you like, later. Put that as the like in the description. What's next? Tropes? Or yeah, do we have more lyrics to talk about? I mean, the lyrics are amazing. Bridge good. The end. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. With a T. Right. So this song, I had a hard time picking out tropes because it's it's so like, I don't know, succinct. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it doesn't it's not super super tropey it is swifty but not tropey you know what i mean okay. yeah yeah i got you so knowing he's trouble but going for it anyway metaphors yeah for days um eyes but it's not in the usual way out of focus eye to eye oh yeah does that count yes lips spicy lyrics echoes driving <laughs> headlights and gravity oh yeah i don't know it's just not i couldn't pick out like super individual ones did you yeah. pick out any that I didn't list? The whole concept is Swifty, but I, I see what you yeah. mean. Like, In a lot of ways, the song is kind of different than anything she has done up to this point. It really is. Like, Spicy Lyrics, has that been a trope yet? Not I mean, up it, till now. Be, but I'm counting it as one because we know it is one, but... It's going to be, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I, I agree. Just mostly like the bad boy, like, oh, I knew I sh- shouldn't go for this, but I, yeah. I am. That's, that's definitely a big one, but... Knowing he was trouble some would say tell me okay. why or is that is that the one from fearless no what's the one where she's the like one with the I'm is screaming and fighting yeah <laughs> kissing in the rain this is definitely um that's the that way you one. love me the way i loved you there it is the way i loved you oh my gosh i'm the worst taylor swift fan turns out oh uh, well deep cuts from fearless aren't going to be at the center of your mind at all times Deep cuts well, from speech now, however, for me personally. <laughs> Fearless should be on my mind at all times. You would think. So I kind of ruined it. But the secret message is won't stop till it's over, which I realized I should have said that earlier. So I'm going to have to just That's break. Okay. Sorry, guys. It fits. No, because I think it fit better back you know, where we did it. Okay. Did you rate this song? I did. I did. And I had trouble. I had trouble. I knew it was trouble when it walked in. I knew it was trouble when I had to rate this song. Um... <laughs> I mean, I wrote down a 7.5. Yeah. But it feels low. But at the same time, it's never really been like a favorite until recently. So yeah, yeah. I settled on seven, seven and a half. What about you? I gave it a seven, even though I love it. Seven felt good to me. As far as swiftiness, I gave it a 5.5 or a six. Yeah, I kind of think it is kind of lower. Yeah. Like a 5.5 would be definitely. It has like her songwriting voice, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's just not, there's not those individual tropes, the whole concept. Yeah, it's not your generic Swifty song. Yeah, which 
that's what makes the song so underrated because it's kind of hidden in this album. It's so true. Yeah. Just because it's not, you know, these big bombastic dubstep songs, you know, there's all this, (laughs) these gems hiding in this album that, you know, so listen to Red, guys. Stream Red Taylor's version. So what do we say? 5.5 or 6? I say, yeah, let's do five, five and a half. Sure. 5.5 slopes that are treacherous. Yeah. Treacherous slopes. I like it. Treacherous slopes. Oh, 5.5 sleepless nights. I like that. I'm going to get really um, tinfoil hatty, and I'm going to say that in the bridge where she says two headlights shine through the sleepless night is a half reference to one headlight by the wallflowers. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, do we want to take a break? And then we talk about I Knew You Were Trouble? Yes. With a period at the end? Yes. Okay. Stylized. Stylized. <laughs> Let's do it. Are you ready to get back in? Yep. Go back into the trenches. Okay. Welcome back, Swifties. We back. And non-Swifties alike. <laughs> we're back and better than ever or worse. I don't know. So are we ready to talk about I Knew You Were Trouble? Let's do it. I guess the thing that bothers me is that on Taylor's version, there's no period at the end. And that scares me. Yeah. I wonder why she <laughs> dropped it. Maybe because it would look weird with the parentheses. But true. It would look like a winky frowny face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or my theory is, I don't remember if I've talked about this really or not, but it seems like they spent a ton of time on the vault songs that the main songs in the album felt rushed and maybe they just forgot. That's very possible. Is that a mean thing to say? No, I mean, that's I'm just going to come out and say it. I feel like the the rest of the album is rushed, and that's just well, the way that it is. I, I mean, even though today I I told like Google to play Treacherous, and I was like, this version sounds weird, and then I looked, and it was the original version. Oh. So <laughs> I feel like it's also what you're used to. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So tell me about the song. Tell me how you feel about it and what you thought about it when you first heard it. Okay. Well, when I first heard it, I guess like when it came out, I was just like, what? This is Taylor Swift? Right. Like she dubstep now. The thing about this song is it's just painfully mid 2000s. Yes. Because that's when like dubstep was big. And honestly, I'm sorry, Taylor, but by the time this song came out, dubstep had been it had come everywhere and, gone. and back. It had come around and it <laughs> And gone, yes. And unfortunately, I mean, it's still, it was such a big hit. Um, but I, yeah, unfortunately, it is very dated at this point to me personally. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I mean, I remember secretly loving the song, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's it a totally, bop. Yeah, it's totally a guilty pleasure at the time. Because, um, you know, it's like Taylor Swift, but she's edgy. Right. So I was like, but yeah, I, I mean, I think I, I mentioned in the first episode, I remember like when my friends who had pretty good taste in music saying that it reminded them of Paramore and I was like, oh, so maybe, maybe Taylor Swift's like going to be cool again. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, and then she did, she did it. But um, yeah, I mean, the song's, it's fun. Yeah. It's a super I fun song. Like it. Even, even though it's like, it is kind of cringe a little bit. Yeah. But, but that's the thing. 
you can't have a Taylor Swift album without a good amount of cringe. You got there to. just there always is. You embrace it at this point. Yeah. So yeah, she doesn't take herself too seriously, or maybe no, he, maybe she does. I don't know. I really I don't, don't think she does. I think yeah, no, I, she doesn't take herself too seriously, and she's not afraid to experiment with different sounds. And here, what she was doing this. Yeah. So. Anyway, do you have background for us or more? Yes. Things? So she worked with Max Martin and Shellback on this. Mm-hmm. For the original. Uh, right, right. For the original. Which sounds better. But she said that they were dream collaborators because they took her ideas in a different direction, which changed her as a songwriter. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about before how like, you know, she wanted to make it sound really different. So yeah, this definitely sounds a lot different. And they accomplished it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she said, I've always been so fascinated by how Max Martin can just land a chorus. He comes at you and hits you and it's a chorus, all caps with exclamation points. <laughs> um, Max Martin is the like hook master. Yeah. Any song that's been stuck in your head on the radio, it's probably odds are good that it's Max. So yep. <laughs> yep. And just talking more about that, she said she wrote the melody for this chorus on the piano and she brought it to Max Martin and Shellback and said, at the end of the course, I just want this to go crazy. I want it to be really chaotic. <laughs> I want that bass line to do this. And then <laughs> in parentheses, it makes a loud gu 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 sound. <laughs> It's meaning like the nga, nga, nga. that sounds I don't more know. ska. I don't know what's the. I want to know what the go 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 sound. Is. I I mean like the 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 dubstep the, sound. I don't know the bass drop sound. Insert go 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 sound here. Yeah, I'll find one maybe. Uh, no promises. Also, I kind of missed this one. Uh, how time congratulated Swift on being the first major artist to fuse country and dubstep. I mean, <laughs> she was the first. Was she also the last? Probably not. I feel like she paved the way for some really, I mean, no offense. She paved the way for some really terrible country pop. Did she pave the way for Old Town Road? I mean, we already know she ghost wrote it, but. <laughs> um, possibly, possibly, but maybe not. That's um, a Swifties Anonymous inside joke if uh, you've been following our show. Yeah. If you don't get it, then go back and listen to the first 20 episodes. <laughs> you got a long way to go. Because I don't remember when we first said that. It was very early. <laughs> It's like episode two. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> forgot what we were talking about. Uh, um, about yeah. country pop and dubstep. Yeah, country and dubstep. I just, I just hate country pop so much when it's like that's <laughs> so. Soul- it's so like soulless and just you can see them just like copying pasting you know music into the the window that they're making the you know whatever know. Logic Pro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just dislike it so much. I mean, this being the exception. <laughs> Because Taylor obviously, you know, has a hand in writing and producing, you know, she, this is her music. It's not just some corporate drones making it and churning it out. Yeah. My question was, was the song released on country radio? I feel like, I think I read that it was. I feel like it may may have been. Yeah, maybe. I should have confirmed that. I think I found something that I forgot to actually write it down. But could you imagine? Could you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. But now it's like in 2012, that would have been alarming. But now, now it's got some terrible, terrible stuff. And um, if you haven't already, go to Netflix, This Is Pop, and watch the Country Pop episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, Because none of this would be possible without Dolly Parton. It's true. The Queen. Shania Twain. I mean, that was a lot later, but you know. True. Dolly Parton. Was the first, and then Shania Twain became the queen, and then Garth Brooks became the king, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, Garth paved the way for, like, those crazy shows and stuff. You know, all the theatrics involved, like, in live shows, they weren't really a thing until Garth Brooks came out, like, flying over the audience. Would never have guessed that. I know. It was Garth Brooks who was 
like started that but yeah so this is pop on netflix again required watching turns out (laughs) okay so anyway what were we talking about (laughs) back to the song so just uh taylor said that it's one of her favorites on the album because it sounds just as chaotic as the feeling was when i wrote it it's definitely chaotic oh it's it's chaotic she said it's a song about kind of uh being frustrated with yourself because here you are heartbroken and you knew when you first saw that person you saw all these red flags and you just went for it anyway so shame on me ouchie tisk tisk so yeah i mean that's a similar message as to treacherous but in a more yeah. kind of i don't know tongue-in-cheek kind of funny way i don't know if it's even yeah funny, it's but- kind of like looking back kind of and like mm-hmm. treacherous is kind yeah. of as it's happening more in the moment yes yeah that's definitely true well yeah, treacherous is the prequel <laughs> yeah definitely definitely so how um, smart was it to put these back to back on the album pretty amazing yeah she's smart well she maybe wanted to say much all too well in between but she had to save that for track five so that had to be yeah definitely this so. is more of a fun fact but do you remember <laughs> the goat remix of oh this i track? remember <laughs> vividly oh man for any people listening to this podcast i know you've heard it but if you have it into the description we're gonna have so many links so many if you've missed the internet in 2012 then (laughs) i'm sorry if you were too young so do you want to get into some taylor yeah which i have a lot of taylor but i don't think i'm gonna go through it all but who do you think the song is about so i mean it definitely screams more jake and john just because of the bad boy thing but jake wasn't you a know? bad boy i don't think she thought jake That's was a bad true. boy she didn't think yeah he seemed like i don't know i remember reading one thing that was like she really thought she was gonna marry him like i feel like jake was yeah. the one you want to settle down That's with true john yeah. definitely was bad boy but right and she knew yeah going in yeah yeah well according to some interviews she pretty much confirmed herself that the song was directed at harry during the 2013 Brit Awards. Okay. Which, again, this ha- this was after she had... Because, like, she dated him in April or whatever. Then they dated again, like, in November. Yeah. So maybe, like... Obviously, the album came out before November. So maybe it was also, like you said, like, maybe it wasn't written with him in mind specifically. But then, like, mm-hmm. looking back, she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. She calls him out. I knew you were in trouble, too. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, so she performed uh, at that, the Brit Awards. And then when she asked how she felt performing in front of her ex, she said, well, it's not hard to access that emotion when the person the song is directed at is standing by the side of the stage watching. Wow. This is like ultimate, like her calling her exes out. It publicly. (laughs) Which again, it's so funny. I never really thought about it until you said it. I mean, I kind of had, but just imagining like sweet little puffy haired Harry. Right? And he's just like... Hello, I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> what do you think of my hair? <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, what did um, you think of my Harry Styles impression? I on a scale it. of one please, to ten. Please make that be the um, cold open. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but keep it in the episode too. Okay, uh, a little. We get a taste of my my terrible British accent. Yes, yes. Oh man, I love it. Hi, it's me, Harry Styles. I'm a guest on Swifties Anonymous today. I'm making him sound like a little old Englishman. Why is he old? Because. Okay, Okay. well, this time I'm not going to mess this up for the Taylor. So, the secret message, I'm going to start off with the secret message. Secret message is when you saw me dancing. Okay. And this is why this song is about Harry Styles, also. Um, Sorry. 
Kristen and everyone else who disagrees with me. <laughs> but okay, so March 2012, Harry and Taylor meet backstage during the Kids' Choice Awards. During One Direction's performance of What Makes You Beautiful, One Direction, man, old school, <laughs> Swift was seen dancing and singing along uh, best friend Selena Gomez. So that's oh, supposedly like Selena. Selena. So <laughs> <laughs> that's supposedly when like they met and he kind of um, had a crush on her because there's an interview in April where Justin Bieber, I didn't even know these people were all <laughs> Can friends. Can I just but- say that you're really looking like that um, Charlie from It's Always Sunny meme with the, the Pepe, <laughs> Sylvia and the, you know, the board with all the yarn and the conspiracy theory. That's what you're looking like right now. Can you but I'm that here just- for it. Can you embed that GIF in the description? I'll go ahead and do that too. Yeah. I don't know where I found this article. I should have like put the article that way other people can enjoy it, but someone like mapped this out. And so I'm just stealing their stuff. But yeah. Um, anyway, so Justin Bieber, this is so juvenile, but he revealed during an interview that one of the biggest artists in the world thinks Harry is so hot, but I've been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> Shortly after, MTV News caught up with the boys and to Harry's apparent embarrassment hinted that something might be going on between the two. Are they 12 years old? But I love it. So anyway, that's they kind of had a crush on each other when he saw her dancing to What Makes You Beautiful. I don't know. I mean, so, you know what? It's it's definitely so, there. Yeah, And I mean, there's some other like lyrics that hint to it. Like when I heard you moved on from Whispers in the Street because like she found out he had kissed this model or something and after their fling. And then um, hmm. they started dating again in November, but just days into the new year, aka January, they split up. And on that day, on January 5th, she quoted a line from "You Were Trouble" on her Twitter page. "Till you put me down." So anyway, okay, it's put me down. Killer. It's to me, it feels a little bit like you know having to put a pet down. <laughs> like <laughs> just in this context, like you know, in the song, Til she's you put like, me "Till you put me down." Like obviously, you know, he's being mean to her, but like, right, right, t- gotta put him down. <sighs> oh boy, I thank oh, you for putting so- that in my brain. I'm sorry about this. Well, enough of my gossip column. Let's move on to the lyrics. Speaking of that. Yeah. So, I mean, all these things definitely point to Harry. Do you think that she could have written it with a bunch of different people in mind? I don't Um, know. I mean, it's because... That's true. You you never know with her. Like, flew me to places I'd never been does not sound like something that a little kid like Harry would be like. I feel like someone like Jake or maybe even John would be like hey, let's just go for a random date. Let's just fly to Portugal, you know, and like yeah, flew around the world. You know, it just doesn't. It seems like an older kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a rich guy. I yeah. So some people said that that's not literal. That's, you know, he flew her to places she'd never been. Oh, okay. Like being <laughs> taken know. to a different plane of existence because of love. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is definitely, that's a trope. No. So... Uh- <laughs> But it's probably literal. Based on the other lyrics in the song, I feel like it's literal. Because there was something, someone said that Jake flew her to somewhere for someone's birthday. And now I forgot what it was. So really Um, irrelevant if I can't remember the source. Tom Hiddleston? Is that that how you say his name? Yeah, but that was way later. Oh, was it way later? Okay, I thought that was... we'll, We'll get into that when we get to Reputation. Oh, that's right. I feel like, he, yeah, because he only has like one song about him, maybe. Yeah, like, maybe. Poor <laughs> I know. Oh. Um, um, okay. Yeah. So, and then also, okay, this is really stupid, and I saw it on Genius. Please. But again, with the the flying part, <laughs> it's reminiscent of Dear John. Oh or, well, God. the rest of the song is reminiscent of Dear John, but the flying part is reminiscent of Superman because of him flying. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which, all I had what? to write down was like, people in Genius, stop trying to make John Mayer happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just, to me, it seems more like an amalgamation of, uh, you no. know, a bunch of different no, guys. No, you might be right. You might be right. You know, because yes, I am tired of everything being about John Mayer, for sure. I'm ready to move on from John Mayer. He seems like the worst. but He does. But I mean, you're right. He... But it, all these other possible. things are definitely. I'm. I. I might be. I might be Team Harry. You I convinced mean, me. But you do agree. 1989 is mostly about Harry, right? Mostly about Harry. Okay. I would say. And oh. also, I don't. I don't love the whole thing about people thinking that Harry and Taylor hate each other. When I just really think, I what? think they break up. That I don't know. They clearly were happy at the Grammys together. Exactly. I think that you know. I know nothing, but I'm just going to speculate <laughs> in a you know big everything. way here. I just think, especially the songs from 1989 that are about Harry, just feel like they, I don't know, maybe the breakup was more mutual and they just, yeah, it just wasn't going to work, especially with him being a BB. Yeah. And I mean, you hear the songs that he wrote about her, like, um, you know, the song like Two Ghosts, is that what it's called on his first mm-hmm. album? Oh, maybe. He references, he, um, I don't know, like same white shirt. A couple more tattoos and he references oh. something about her from style like red lips or something yeah. maybe now i can't even remember what about the, um, blue eyes vehicular but, manslaughter yeah <laughs> so but he's i mean it it sounds very like yeah like they're still friends we just it just didn't work it out just like, didn't we work don't out. hate yeah. each other like we were like there wasn't kids. a big huge horrible breakup the yeah. way that you know jake or john or right anyone right. else was yeah i still think they need to collab though <sighs> for real a 1989 vault track that'd be awesome yeah, I'm She's got to have the Joe Bros. She's <sighs> got to have uh, Harry. She's got to have no Kanye's reputation. Right. Probably like another Olivia one for Rodrigo. reputation that would be terrible. Tell me. Calvin Harris. Oh my gosh, you're so right. So <laughs> she's got to. Yeah. Also, what? Sorry. Uh, I don't know what I was about to say. He, oh. I was just going to say he's terrible. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be Because at so least, funny you know, Kanye's terrible, but at least, like, he makes good music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She needs to get Kanye and Pete Davidson on one track for reputation. She's the only one who can bring peace. <laughs> oh man. Uh, can we get into some tropers? Yeah, let's please. Okay, so wait, lyrics. We didn't pick we didn't talk oh, about our favorite lines. No, we didn't. I was jumping ahead. Yeah, because we were too caught up in the gossip of it all. I know, it's so fun. Um, it's too fun. So yeah, these lyrics, like, they're so they're good. Yeah. You know? I mean they're not like anything groundbreaking, but like it. The song is catchy and yeah, everything fits really well. There was no like standout lines to me personally, but yeah, I had a hard time picking a favorite for the opposite reason of treacherous. Right, exactly. Can I just it's steal more of a another story. one from treacherous? Yeah, because they're the same song. Just kidding. So but tell not. me what you settled on, favorite lyric um, wise. I did settle on he was long gone when he met me, and I realized the joke is on me. <gasps> me too. <laughs> I got him. the same one. But yeah. also honorable mention goes to the dramaticness. Dramaticness? Drama? The, the bridge. The drama of it all. Ugh. The bridge. The saddest fear Ugh. comes creeping in. That you never loved me or her. <coughs> or anyone. Her. Yeah. Um, or anything. All I wrote was he was long gone when he met me in parentheses. He gone. He gone. Where he, he gone to? Gone. He emotionally gone. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that leads pretty well into the tropes unless you had more. No, please tell me those tropes. I'm so excited. Okay. So once upon a time, that's how you know it's good when she starts with. Yep. Yep. Literally once upon a time. And also, is that a fairytale reference? Judges? Yeah, actually. Okay. 
Literally, the whole I knew you were trouble is a trope in itself. <laughs> Definitely. Um, self-blame, the song, which mm-hmm. ties into Dear John, I feel like. Whether or not they're about the same person, it's just that's just a reference. Um, liking the bad boy, emotionally distant guy, whispering, mm-hmm. um, looking back on a relationship and seeing all the problems and knowing you're going to do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> um, being whisked, whisked away by a guy and thinking it's romantic at the time, but then seeing it was actually problematic. Yes. Another long sentence. Um, the drama of it all. You never loved me or her. And is that a she? That's a she. I had okay. to add the she in there. Nice. Or anyone or anything. And him never seeing her cry. Is that a thing? Just crying in general? Crying in front of a guy or not crying in front of a, gr- a guy. Ooh. Is yeah, it's the opposite energy of de- um, back, back to, to December. December. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does okay. belt count as a clothing reference? Maybe. And that that line about notch in your belt is is a trope as well. But I couldn't think of other songs, but I know that there are some. But I wasn't going to go digging through my trope spreadsheet to find it. Yeah. I'll say yes. So all in all, this song is extremely tropey. Falling hard. Did you put that one? Ooh, no. Yeah. Yeah. When I fell hard, you took it a is. step back. <sighs> step? Is that that's walking? <laughs> Got back. It. That's a that's a body part, which is kind of like an article of clothing. <laughs> Same thing. The ooze, any kind of ooh. <sighs> All right. Uh, what's next? We already did secret message. Yeah. So when you saw me dancing, so, I feel like we're gonna have to talk about the music video for a while. I feel like dancing also uh, is a trope. Okay, sorry. I'll shut it. The real trope <laughs> is always in the secret message. Okay, before we talk about the music video, there's something okay. I wrote down under a music video that you probably saw that is so stupid. Okay. <laughs> because everyone always be trying to make it about people, even though I agree with her. But yeah. Marie Claire commented that this edgy look from the music video coincided with her much publicized relationship with English singer Harry Styles, which signified her outgrowing her good girl public image. I just, okay. That is such a stretch. <laughs> Why is Harry Styles the bad guy? He's this little puffy-haired English boy. He's a boy. He was like, how old was he at this time? Probably 19. 18, yeah. 19. Okay. But, so okay. Like, but Hello, he was- I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> Would you like to go on a date with me? <laughs> but okay. But he was in a boy band. You know when a those boy. guys. I know, but you know they'd be getting all kinds I of know. girls. He's he's a he he turned bad boy young. I still think I don't know. Maybe I mean it. That's that's true. But they were just so little and that's, so like baby faced. Doesn't mean and, that like, he's not a bad boy under all that. But they were also like teenagers, like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys of back in the day. They were a lot Man older. Bands. Those were okay. band, those were band groups because <laughs> they okay, didn't even play instruments. <laughs> listeners, please, please email us and tell us your opinion on this. Is Harry tell Styles us. a little puffy faced, fresh old man British boy, <laughs> or? Was he the bad boy with the tattoos and okay. leather jacket or whatever, like in the music video? Well, if he had the he had the temper trap tattoo. Yeah, he definitely had tattoos. See? Bad boy. Okay. I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> and I'm here to say. <laughs> oh, kill me. Okay. I need to stop. No. Don't ever stop. <laughs> Don't stop till it's over. Don't stop till we surrender or whatever the misheard lyric is. Do you think he still has that tattoo or do you think he got it covered up with like the giant butterfly or something now? Oh, you know a lot about his tattoos. I, I don't know. I just know the one <laughs> butterfly that you always see on his chest or oh, well, on his belly okay. or whatever. 
I'm Harry Styles and I'm I can't even do the voice. Hi, I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> I I play with a group called um One Direction and there's Liam and Zane and the other ones. Louis uh. <laughs> Louis Hamilton is okay, my but, favorite. Okay. But I know you've seen the butterfly tattoo. Don't act like I've just been oh, creeping no. on his tattoos. You know <laughs> I the can't one. Picture, I can't picture it in my mind. It's like the one ever, that's but... like right here. Oh, on the belly. Yeah, okay. that you always yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's the only one okay. I know that I'm going to talk about. No, music <laughs> video. Let's, okay. So ha- had you seen this music video before? I had, but I don't, I don't remember seeing like the long version. Okay. Tell me about the intro. How bad does it make you cringe? I was dying. Yeah. It's so like dramatic and trying to be dark. And like when the music comes in, <laughs> it's like neat, 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 neat. Okay. Neat. <laughs> so the problem with the beginning music to me is they play that harp and it sounds exactly like Pagan Poetry by Bjork. It's like bling, 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 bling. Only you would notice that, but that wow. literal riff. Wow. And so it's plagiarized. Put those two together. Play them side by side for the podcast. Let's just go ahead and get sued by everyone. love to get sued by Bjork because then I'd have her autograph. <laughs> Joni, Mitchell, Bjork, and Taylor all are going to sue us. And probably and Harry for making Harry fun of his voice. For, for defamation. And you're going to do his, you're going to use his she. So Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Send us the cease and desists. Please. We are waiting by the mailbox. Um. So the music video. Yeah. The cringe that is the beginning, the poem. I can't. I can't with that. Whew. It's so it's a lot. This um is the guy hot. I mean, I personally midway through the music video was like, you know what? He just kind of seems like he just he's he can be fixed. He's sensitive. He needs some <laughs> like Taylor can change him. They really they really hit you with that. I I so got true. pulled in. He just seemed yeah. like a cincy bad guy. I mean, bad boy. I just felt yes. like I needed to help him. Uh, Jess Mariano vibes. Yes. Big time. Yeah. This music video is like iconic though, honestly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. I was I was enjoying myself very much yesterday yeah. when I was watching it. Like, yeah, as cringy as it is, once you get to the actual music video part, I had a great time. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. When they go to like the scene club. Oh my gosh, and the moshing. And it's the so it's so 2012. I wrote the same thing. I was like, this is so 2012, it it's hurts right now. Oh most, my gosh. And is she like alarmed by the moshing? Is she just like and what like, is her face? She's like, what? What? like she meets him oh man and then she's like oh i can change him and then she can though right i I guess and then when they go to the scene club that's when she realizes yeah i don't know why that's why she realizes oh man and then her just something about her outfit i feel like she picked that outfit at um from like rue 21 oh big time the skinny like they're like dark gray they're not even black skinny jeans 
<sighs> Slurp the yes. cats, though. I do. I love her hair cut in that. It's yes. like that the collarbone length, and it's like yeah. kind of frizzy, but it looks really. I I always loved her hair in that. Yeah, she looks really pretty in this music video. And then she just like crumples up in a ball on the ground. Yeah, lying <laughs> on the cold hard ground. Ah, okay. The bar fight scene is severe Veronica Mars vibes. Ooh, yeah. Whenever Logan Eccles is at the River Sticks, stop mentioning all he, my favorite he mid two thousands boys. He, he just the amount of times that Logan Eccles just like gets beat up randomly, and he's like this scrawny guy in the original series and he's getting just like wailed on by these like biker guys i'm just like this is veronica mars um we're doing the thing again that we used to do and we have been better at yeah well it's been a while so it's okay yeah no i agree i'm here for it but hopefully our listeners don't hate us okay well if you haven't watched veronica mars i don't know what to say also in the email tell us um are you jess mariano or logan eccles fans (laughs) because the answer is yes yeah overall eight out of ten would watch again that's all i have to <laughs> i say. watched it twice in a row and i had a good time both times so besides the i had to fast forward the second time during the beginning during the beginning it was too <sighs> the heartbeat my life do 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 and she's deceased. like she's like with her friend she's like who's that guy like you can see her mouth like, who's that guy <laughs> who's that guy oh man it's so good <laughs> so good oh man um, also, one small thing, and I know, yes. please don't hate me, but when they, he gives her the necklace and they have, like, did, does she give him a necklace too? Like, do they have matching necklaces or does he Something just give like her that, right? Harry Styles, paper plane necklaces. Sorry. Oh, Sorry okay. That's pretty. No, that's pretty. It's pretty danging. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm really hungry. Tis the darn season. Let's rate this. Okay. <laughs> what did you rate it? Can I hear yours first? Okay. Uh, I gave it, personally, I gave it a five. Wow. Man. Because okay. I don't, I just don't go out of my way to listen to the song. Like, I, I like it for what it is, but it's just, it's not one. Like, if we're hanging, you know, out, hanging out, having a listening good time. to loud music, then yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually gave it a seven because it's, I don't know, it's so epic. I don't know. Just I, I've Slap. always had a soft spot for this song. Yeah, I feel that. I like it a lot better than uh, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Mm. Not to spoil, yeah. but that's I just pretty remember, spoily. Sorry. Sorry, fans. I know you just, you don't even have People to listen to the rest of the show now. People are writing ratings and they are, they're adding them up themselves and they're taking bets on what we're going to rate certain songs. I just know it. Yeah, but the, that's how I, dedicated our fan base is. Just something about this song, like when it's it gets to the point where she's singing, "I knew you were tr-, like that part." It's just so good. It just it sounds good. so good to my ears. It sounds good in your ear holes. Yeah, but I kind of find um, the other one, which I couldn't help to compare at the time because they're both right. singles. I found the other one a little bit more annoying, but anyway. more jarring. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, how swifty. It's almost like an eight to me. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's really swifty. I mean, that list of tropes. Yeah. And they're not just like baby tropes, like eyes and dresses and rain. Like they're big boy tropes. Yeah. Which is funny that this is so different than Treacherous as far as like how swifty it is. But this, yeah, I just feel like this is more. It's more specific. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, Eight places flown to that she's never (laughs) been. (laughs) eight uh there's not any things in this yeah there's not a whole lot of things eight apologies 
Mm. That's a trope. Definitely. It's too late to apologize. Mm, it's too late. Is this the song that she would like mix It's Too Late to Apologize with? Or is that You're Not Sorry? I think that was You're Not oh, Sorry. Oh, that was You're Not Sorry. That's yeah. right. Never mind. I like how that song is definitely too late to apologize. Apologize, as I yeah. said. Yeah. Well, you don't. Yeah, too you, late to apologize. At what point is he ever saying the A? It's too late to apologize. It's too late. Well, on that note, are we done with this? We're done run in of songs. Next episode's going to be fire. Next episode is going to be a very special time. We are dedicating the entire episode to track five all too well because we just there's no way we can fit another song in there. So, yep. I know you're on the edge of your seat waiting for it. Swifties. Definitely. So, is it Swifties out at the Swifties point? out? Or- 